Hey friend, it is Friday, which means it's a time for another Ask Megan episode. On Fridays, I'm answering your burning questions in six minutes or less because I really want to help you get unstuck with those things that are frustrating you about your body. So let's jump in and hear the question of the week. So today's question comes from listener Judy. She says, I can tell that my core is really weak and I want to strengthen it because I know that it's causing a lot of issues for my back and for my hips, but it feels like whenever I do ab exercises, I just can't feel those muscles firing. What am I doing wrong? Okay, I know this can be super frustrating when you feel like you wanna train your core, you wanna train your abs, you wanna feel stronger there, but it doesn't feel like it's doing anything. It feels like nothing is really engaging and you start to think, well, what's the point if this isn't even working anyway? So I definitely wanna help you get to the bottom of this issue. So the first thing I want you to remember is that getting a muscle to flex, like to actually flex and create engagement and tone, it requires two things. It requires the muscle itself, but it also requires the nerves that go to that muscle. Those nerves are kind of like the electrical impulse. So think of it like this. Let's say you have a lamp, all right? You have a table lamp, it's in your house, and the lamp is there, the lamp works fine, like it, it's there, it's got a light bulb in it that's not broken, but if you don't have it plugged in, or if you don't flip the switch, it's not gonna turn on. It needs to have that electric power going to that lamp to tell it to turn on. Your muscles are very much the same way. So often what's happening with, especially core muscles that aren't engaging very well, it feels like they're, they're there, like they didn't disappear. They're just not getting that electrical signal to fire. And that's what we need to get it to do. We need to return that electrical signal to those muscles so that they can actually start engaging again. So the question is, how do we do that? Well, before I tell you how we do that, we need to know how you don't do that. Often what we do when we feel like our abs especially are just not engaging, they're really weak, we tend to throw a bunch of challenging ab exercises at ourselves. And unfortunately, if you have ab muscles or core muscles that are not firing and functioning properly, your body's gonna try to make that movement happen anyway, and it feels like you're going through the motion, but usually we're using a bunch of accessory muscles like our hips, like our shoulders and our posture muscles to try to make that movement happen. And so we end up getting an unbalanced body and developing injuries and left with a weak that's, or left with a core that's still really weak and not engaging. And so we're like, what, I, I should be doing more of that then, right? More and more and more. And in fact, we have to start back. We gotta peel it all the way back to the point that we can turn the light switch on and then go from there. Okay, so how do we do that? <laughs> how do we make sure that we're not doing so much that all of the accessory muscles like your hips and shoulders and everything like that are not overcompensating for a core? 
What we have to do is we have to train from the inside out, okay? Your core is layers and layers of muscles. It's not just your abs. You have layers of deep abdominal muscles behind those six-pack looking muscles. I know you probably would say, hey, I don't have a six-pack right now, but you do. Those muscles are there. They still exist. They didn't go anywhere. They're just not firing right now, okay? So you have those muscles. You've got layers behind those muscles too. You have muscles that wrap around your spine. You have your glutes that really support your core from the bottom. You have diaphragm, so your big breathing muscle that supports your core at the top. You also have your pelvic floor that's supporting your core at the, at the very bottom, okay? So all of these things need to be trained kind of together to make sure things that are firing properly, okay? So to get things to engage, we start with something that's really gentle and really simple. Otherwise, we're gonna overcompensate again. So here's the pattern I want you to go through to start to get things to engage. We gotta start with breathing. So like I said, we're starting from the inside out. So we're working on those breathing mechanics, which are going to engage your diaphragm at the top of your core, engage your pelvic floor at the base of your core, and those deep abdominal muscles that are closest to your deep core, okay? So we're gonna get those engaged with some just good deep breathing exercises. So inhaling fully, filling up your belly, feeling your pelvic floor expanding, and then exhaling. And as you exhale, you should start to feel your core muscles kind of wrap itself tight, almost like you're pulling a corset on, okay? So go through some breathing drills. I would do about a five count to come in and an eight count to press the air out and push that air all the way out. And let's do about 10 cycles of that. So after you get that breathing going, then we can start to coordinate a little bit of movement. And the only movement I want you to do is a pelvic tilt. So this is where you just tuck your tailbone under so your back presses flat against the floor if you're laying on your back. If you're on your hands and knees, it kind of looks like the kind of the cat, uh, it's the cow motion when you're doing the cat-cow in yoga. It's where your tail tucks and your back is rounded a little bit. That's the pelvic tilt I'm talking about. So in that moment, tuck your tailbone and do that exhale again. And that's going to incorporate the deep core muscles with motion. And then we can add a little bit more tension to it by adding some leg movements. You may have seen the motion called a dead bug. This is where you're on your back with your legs up in the air and keeping that pelvic tilt, you lower one leg at a time. And that is really going to do a wonderful job of firing up and engaging those deep core muscles. And then don't forget that you do need to work in all three dimensions. Don't just think front of belly, <laughs> okay? I want you to think your glutes from behind, and I like to call that the core sandwich. So you're squeezing from the front, squeezing from the back, and then also the pelvic floor and your diaphragm. All of these pieces are part of your core, okay? So getting them to all work together while you're training is going to be really, really important for finally getting your core to engage. But sometimes, keep in mind that if you feel like things are not engaging, sometimes what you gotta do is you gotta step 
back and do things far more gentle, okay? And sometimes it's that breathing work. I know it doesn't feel flashy. I know it doesn't feel like it's gonna give you a six pack by any means, but it is the beginning. It has to start there because from there, then we have a really good foundation to build a solid core on top of, okay? Now listen, I wanna help you with this. I don't want you to feel like you gotta figure out which exercise to do on your own. So definitely make sure if you haven't yet, do my five-day core tune-up program. It's totally free. I walk you through all of the movements. I guide you through them. We do every repetition together. It's less than 10 minutes a day, okay? It's a no-brainer. So go check that out. It's at fivedaycore.com. I'm gonna make sure that that link is in the show notes too. Okay, friend, I hope that you learned a lot today. And if this triggered any question that you still have in your mind about your body, about your core, maybe another body part, maybe your nutrition even, let me know. There is no reason for you to be sitting on that question and wondering what you should do. So send it my way. Go to vigeofit.com ask and I will get you taken care of. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'll see you soon.